President of Basketball Operations, Bob Myers, is stepping aside. What it means, what it doesn't mean, the future, the past, the presence, all of it answered right now. Let's go. Oh, hey there. John Lund Unleashed from KMBR in San Francisco. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you're watching on the YouTube channel, whether you're listening on the podcast. Thank you very much. You can also catch me 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on KMBR 680, KMBR.com, the new KMBR app. We're on Twitch and YouTube during the day, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific. Catch me there. Thank you for listening on the podcast. All you got to do, Apple, Spotify, search John Lund Unleashed, and you can take us with you, and the YouTube channel where you may be watching. And if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you got all of my fancy stuff on the screen, and you can follow along with what we talk about. Bob Myers is leaving the Warriors organization. We'll get into everything that it means. We'll play a couple of clips from the uh, press conference if you missed it, and we will opine on things. But thank you so much for tuning in at John Lund Radio on Twitter and Instagram. I check Twitter much more. Follow me there. Give me your thoughts. Give me your comments. You don't always have to agree if you're a regular listener of either my show or the podcast or the YouTube channel. If you're a viewer there, I love to get interaction. I love to uh, think of other things that I hadn't thought of. I certainly don't think I know everything. So, again, unlike many places in this country, I'm not a know-it-all. So tell me uh, what you think. Tell me where I'm wrong. I'm right. Let's get the conversation going. You can also, on the YouTube channel, just hit me up on the comment section under there. I will answer any and all of those. And, of course, on the podcast as well, again, at John Lund Radio, mostly on Twitter, so check me out there, and uh, we can have a conversation there. All right, as far as Bob Myers leaving is concerned, uh, let's start at the top left. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, it says Bob Myers leaving. Let me just play you the clip of Bob, why he's leaving, and uh, then let's discuss from there. Here's Bob Myers, and then we'll take it from there on why he's leaving after 12 years, four championships with the Warriors. Of course, he's from Danville, Monta Vista High School, went to UCLA, but a Bay Area guy, uh, grew up watching the uh, the Warriors. You would think his dream scenario to keep winning championships, but this is why Bob Myers said he is stepping down on June 30th when his contract ends as the president of basketball operations and general manager of the Golden State Warriors. I can't do that to our players. I can't do that to Joe and Peter. I really can't do it to myself. Um, and that's a question I've been wrestling with. You know, I've only known how to do things one way my whole life is, is kind of all the way. And it doesn't feel right um, to do something when, when I can't give it everything. And, and that's what it takes. I wanted to go through this season, just focus on the season. And then when the season ended, I started thinking, do I have what it's required to do it the way I know it needs to be done? And it's a personal thing, right? And so for me, it was just, it's hard because it's so public. I don't love that it's so public, but I get why it is. I would just wish you could leave a job like most people um, and your reasons are your reasons. But I started thinking about it when the season ended and ha had had thoughts prior, but really when the season ended um, and it has, well, people can do it complete complete engagement complete effort thousand percent um, and if you can't do it then you shouldn't do it all right so what you saw, what you saw and heard heard if you're listening on the podcast saw and heard if you're watching on the YouTube channel John Lund unleashed make sure you search subscribe and tell your friends about it 
unless you hate it, then don't tell anybody about it. But it, it, let's read between the lines. Let's use some instincts here. And Bob Myers said the right things. And this is what Bob Myers is great at. At the top left, it says what Bob did and then it said why he's leaving. We'll go back to what Bob did in just a second as the president of basketball operations and the general manager of the Golden State Warriors. But why he's leaving, essentially, he said, my heart is not totally into this thing. And so I didn't want to rip anybody off and take money and, and all this kind of stuff. He's 48 years old. He's already been an agent. He's already reinvented himself as a general manager. He's gotten to the top of that. There are people that you know who are constantly looking for challenges. Bob went from the agent world where he was very successful. In fact, I met him first when I was working in Portland, and he was the agent for Brandon Roy, and it was why he was so successful in what he did. And, and if you missed the press conference or if you don't know the story of Bob Myers, went to UCLA – Grew up in Danville, I should say. Monta Vista High School. Went to UCLA. If you ever watched the Tyus Edney going uh, coast-to-coast in Boise against Missouri to win that game on their way to the national championship in 95, you see Bob Myers hugging Tyus Edney. Didn't play a lot, but uh, he does have roots in Southern California, which we'll get to a little bit later on in the podcast. He talked today about, you know, sitting in the stands and remember in 1975, and he was that 10-year-old kid, and so he knew what it was like, and wanted to be with the Warriors and wanted to help them win championships, and he did all those things. So if we look at the logic, Bob's heart at the end of the day wasn't in it. Well, why wasn't Bob's heart in it at the end? Because he had done this for 12 years, and he had accomplished really everything that you could accomplish. He won four championships. He fulfilled a childhood dream. And he also basically intimated that, look, it doesn't matter the amount of money. He's 48 years old. He's probably set for life. He's got young kids. He's got a wife from Southern California which we'll get to later in the podcast and what that means. But he, he essentially said his heart wasn't in it. He thanked everybody. He's an emotional guy. And to just kind of give you a little background, when I did a the radio show that we're doing now with Papa years ago, we were on another radio station in the Bay Area, and we had Bob Myers on every week. Spoke with him at Warriors game. The, the Bob Myers that you see constantly or did see constantly, that's the guy you get. He's as real as it gets. He's emotional. You know, you saw, obviously, the way he reacted when Durant got hurt, when Clay got hurt, when they win championships. He's the guy that they send out there, which let's go into what Bob did. He was the guy that they sent out there, in whether it be in crisis, whether it be in success. He was the face of the franchise. Go back to him being an agent. That's what he did best. Now, I don't know in terms of how everything worked behind the scenes, and I don't know that anybody did. It was a collaborative effort, and that may be another thing where Bob Myers maybe again, being a challenged guy who's already changed his life once, going from agent and, and going to the other side of things, maybe he wants to have his own team that he has a little bit more say in because right now it's collaborative effort. It's Joe Lakeup at the top, and it's Kirk Lakeup, and it's, and it's Bob Myers, and it's Steve Kerr, and it's a bunch of other guys behind the scenes. Bob kept saying team, team, team today, his team, and he loves those guys and everything. But what else is there to do? You know, once you've mastered a video game, you know, you don't play it again and again. Now you throw it away and you find something else to do. You know, that's why golf is so great. It's like you can't master. There are certain things in life you just can't master and keep playing them. He's mastered the, the general manager of the Warriors thing. He's won four championships. And he's looking at this thing going, okay, uh, I'm a free agent for the first time being this successful and, and, and knowing that if I get back into this particular game, I can pretty much name my price and name my situation. I can be the GM. I can run everything. I can hire my complete own team. It can be mine. I don't know the team, but there are a lot of owners that are kind of hands-off, and they just say, you do what you do. That's not Joe Lacob. And we'll get into later what he's going to do with this whole thing, and it makes me a little bit nervous. But from the Bob Myers situation, you could see it. I've been doing this 12 years. Time to make the donuts. 
You know, I, I, I know all of us sit there and go, man, I'd love to run an NBA team, but 12 years of pressure. And remember, he's not just sitting around. He's beating the bushes. He's going to all these things. He's the general manager. you got to know what's going on. So he's away from his family. He's doing a lot of things that we don't even see. And, oh, by the way, he's massaging the ego of Draymond Green. He's best friends with Steve Kerr. He's, you know, he's, he's trying, as you can see, and we'll play this in a minute with Joe Lacob, and you can see some of the frustrations, I think, with Bob Myers in Joe Lacob, who's a very demanding guy, who's just like, we're going to win, we're going to win, we're going to win. I'm spending all this money. There's a ton of pressure. And Bob Myers, at the end of his contract, probably said there's a lot of other things to do. And again, I'll get to a Southern California kind of a tie to this whole thing, but I think that a guy who's already reinvented himself as an agent to a GM and has been so successful in his hometown looks at it and his kids are at a certain age where it's like, it's either now or never. Either I sign this thing and we keep going with this, or I find my situation and really he's not he's as hot as he's ever going to be. You know, he can, he can name his price probably in the NBA, his destination and price. He can probably do that outside in the business world. He can go in a number of different directions. He's got plenty of money, so he can take his time. You know, he's kind of at a crossroads point of his life where he's like, let, let me decide. But I've done this for 12 years. I've won four championships. I've massaged Draymond Green's ego a million times. I've given all the pep speeches I've got. And that's I, I remember, and we'll get into Mike Dunleavy Jr. in a minute, but I remember I was covering the Portland Trailblazers. Mike Dunleavy Sr. had just gotten fired. And we were all standing around, and we were ready for the press conference, and it hadn't started yet, and the cameras weren't on. And he goes, look... I've given every speech I got. You know, there's a time limit on everybody. I'm sure you know this as a boss. That's why there's limitations on presidents. It's one of the reasons. Like, after a while, it's like, we need new, a new face, a new blood, and we'll get into that in a minute as an organization because I think they may be making a mistake. But in terms of Bob Myers, it was just, as he said at the beginning, it's just time. You know, it's, it's 12 years. It's a bunch of championships. I'm, I'm not going to go on a run like this again, so the only place I can go is down. So professionally... There's a lot of other things I can do, and money only can take you so far. Like, I've had it. I'm ready to move. I'm ready to go on. And so it made a ton of sense. And let me play this for you, too, and then we'll get into a lot of things. Well, I'll I'll play it in a minute. So what Bob did, why he's leaving. I haven't finished the what Bob did. Bob's superpower to me was not picking players, was was not grinding, was not because Although he gets credit for a lot, you know, he signed Durant. Joe Lacob said we wouldn't have had Durant without Bob Myers. He probably wouldn't have had Durant without Steph Curry. He probably wouldn't have had Durant without uh, Andre Iguodala. He probably wouldn't have had Durant with everybody not going uh, to his special location and and, and recruiting him, right, At at the time. So there was a lot of different things, and I think that's part of the issue with Bob Myers too. Who gets the credit? Bob Myers doesn't fully get the credit. So I don't think that was Bob's superpower. There's a lot of guys, and it's a collaborative effort with the Warriors, and then somebody makes a decision, and a lot of times it's Bob, and he gets credit for a lot of these things. They wouldn't have gotten Iguodala, who started the whole thing. They wouldn't have gotten Durant. They wouldn't have kept guys around. They wouldn't have massaged the ego of Draymond Green enough times. Bob's superpower was the way that he took the organization to the fans, to the people, to the players. He was a master at that. But I don't know if he was the guy behind the scenes pushing the buttons and, and, and working the puppets. I don't think that was what Bob did. That was a collaborative effort. And again, that may be what Bob wants to do. But what Bob did was, and where he was masterful was, and I, every week we would do this interview with him, Papa and I. And we would have a good time, and he would say all these right things, and he never misstepped, and we'd talk for 15 minutes. And then I'd look at my notes, and I'd say, he is the master of saying a lot and saying nothing. Billy Bean was great at that. You need that in your organization. If there's crisis, Bob Myers was out there. If it was good, Bob Myers was out there. You know, that's, you need that guy. And I don't know who's going to replace him because you can't, it can't be Mike Dunleavy. 
He's one of the most disliked Warriors maybe of all time. So it's not Dunleavy, and it's not Joe Lacob. He, that's not his guy. I don't know enough about Kirk Lacob to know, but they got to find a guy who can be presidential in that way, who can say the right things, who can do the right things, who can deflect the tough questions, who can always have a smile. Bob was flawless when it came to that. That was his superpower. He was amazing with the media. He could say the right thing always. He had the right amount of emotion. He just got it. He's from the Bay Area. He, he, he did an amazing job of representing the organization in every possible way. And they don't have that guy on the staff, I don't believe. But in terms of the basketball side of things, I don't know. And, and maybe that's why part of the reasons Bob's, Bob's leaving because he's like, I'm beating the bushes. I found that guy. Did he find Jordan Poole? I don't know. Did he sign Kevin Durant? I don't know. Did he draft Draymond? Was, it, was he pounding the table for Draymond Green? I don't know. Maybe he wants to run his own organization that way. Maybe he was more involved than we all, but we all look at it as kind of a collaborative effort. But Bob was presidential. Bob was flawless. When it came to the camera, Bob was great at that in representing the organization. That was his superpower. Uh, why he's leaving, we got into that. Replacing him. We're jumping to the replacing him. And if you watch Joe Lacob today at the press conference after Bob, he says they haven't made a decision, but it certainly sounded as if no new blood was going to come into the organization. So Mike Dunleavy, whom Bob Myers said that he wasn't, he, he didn't, he wasn't brought in to say, hey, this guy's going to be your guy, so watch him. Uh, he wasn't brought in to do that, they say, but it's, I think it's going to be a combination of Mike Dunleavy, Kirk Lakup. And look, I don't know how qualified Kirk Lakup is. Everybody says great things about Kirk Lakup. I just know that if you went around the league and said, okay, he's, He's a candidate for jobs, high, high management jobs in the NBA. Would Kirk Lakeup get those? I mean, there's always going to be a question if your name's Lakeup and your dad is Joe Lakeup and he owns the team. Maybe he's he maybe is prepared. But what I'm saying is, is that when you have the mistakes that organizations, I believe, start making is all they do is they just they elevate guys. And I'm not saying it's it's your way, and you can do what you want, and you have this certain culture, and all these guys know this culture, and they're really important. And again, behind the scenes, they know, and I don't. But it's an opportunity to bring in new blood, especially right now, somebody who's not with the organization. That's one of the things where you look at the Giants, for example, and they brought in so many new faces, and a lot of good, great organizations, they're constantly bringing in new people. Not to maybe rock the boat so much as to say, hey, give us a fresh new set of eyes. What are we doing here? Because we all get this way in our job. We just, we're punching the clock. We do it every single day. It's one of the reasons I think Bob Myers is leaving. Let's break this up, and I got I to do something else. I want to do something to motivate me. I've done everything I can. I've won all these championships. The toughest thing I believe to do in all of sports is to recreate it. To win it the first time and to go as far as they have has been absolutely phenomenal, and the Spurs did it, and the, and the Patriots did it, and all these different teams, but recreate it again. The Spurs got lucky, and maybe with Victor Wambayama, they're going to be able to do it. They got they got Kawhi Leonard once. You know, the Patriots are trying to do it after Tom Brady. The Bulls have never recovered after Michael Jordan. It's tough to recreate it again because the rules are against you, right? So recreate this thing. Steph Curry's getting older. Is Jordan Poole going to take over for him? You already traded James Wiseman. Like, you don't have a bunch of picks. You're against it as far as the cap is concerned, as far as the luxury tax, tax is concerned. Bob Myers probably looked at all those things. Draymond Green, they got to make a decision on him. He's like, man, that's a lot of stuff. And it's not going to go up. It's only going to go down. Let me move on. Let me try something new. Because you might as well now, because the Warriors are in kind of a, I'm not going to say a transition phase, because I still think they can win championships with this core if they do the right things. But it's just a lot. There's a lot of things to do, and I think a fresh set of eyes is always a good thing. 
And even if, and they talked about this in the press conference today, Bob didn't just come in as the GM. Joe Lacob talked about how uh, he got a recommendation from Danny Ainge for Bob Myers and essentially said, just talk to this guy. And so he did, and he was so impressed after talking to a bunch of veteran GMs and a bunch of different guys. And he said, I want to keep going back to this Bob Myers guy. And Bob was the assistant GM. Then he learned, then he was elevated to GM. Then he was ele- elevated to president of basketball operations. Again, another reason why Bob's leaving. He's like, what else do I have to do? I've come, gotten to the top or as high as I can within the organization. So, you know, that's kind of the, the way I'm seeing it. And I'm seeing that they're just going to elevate guys, which again, in certain times is fine. But it's a great opportunity because you're hot right now. You're still hot. Don't wait like the Giants did. And when you kind of get, you start go down. Now it's like you try to get guys. Get guys where you're still really, really good. Get young eyes in there. Get a couple of guys from other organizations that are hot young guys that you can maybe elevate into a position. Kind of like you did Bob Myers. Get a fresh set of eyes in here. Teach them your way. They're young. They're impressionable. They're like Play-Doh. Like get them in there and have them learn your way and then get another Bob Myers out of it. And that's a fresh set of eyes and maybe new different things you can do. You're constantly trying to do that within your organizations whatever business and anybody owns, not talking about sports, get some different eyes in there. Consistently put new people in there. Teach them your culture, all those different things, the warrior's way, but then, you know, get those new eyes in there. Eric Spolster started as a, as a video guy. Even if it's in a video room, get some new guys in there. Get some new eyes in there. Get some fresh thoughts in there. It gets everybody out of their monotony. So I hope I'm wrong in looking at this and saying it's just going to be Kirk uh, Lakeup elevated. It's going to be Mike Dunleavy elevated. But who's going to take the Bob Myers position when things are tough? What if they lose Draymond Green this offseason? Who's going to go to the podium right now? Mike Dunleavy? Bad idea. So that would be my one thing. Get some new guys in here, too. Keep the old guard. That's fine. You've been very successful. Get some new eyes in here. Don't become complacent. That's where organizations fail. As far as Bob Myers himself leaving, I wrote overreactions up there. Um, I just think that maybe today, and I'll give you one example of it, that there might have been a little bit, like this is Connor Letourneau, great friend of the show, and I really like Connor. He says, Warriors will never be the same now that Bob Myers is stepping aside. And I understand it. I understand what he's saying. Um, it is kind of a, it, you know, what happens to organization is organizations is they chip away, right? It's not just Bob Myers. It's the next guy and the next guy and the next guy, and all of a sudden the culture's not there. Joe Lacob starts panicking a little bit because Joe Lacob's a little bit like Jerry Jones can get really emotional and hair triggered and everything. You need guys around them. So you got them and, and they're not yes guys around them, right? So part of me, I'm not saying that Bob Myers wasn't important. Don't misconstrue it. Bob Myers was important. But as an individual and one guy, some of it, and, and it's because Bob is such a good guy. He was so good to the media. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's so smooth. He's velvety. You know, he just, he never took a misstep that I can remember. He just doesn't take missteps, and everybody likes Bob. So when he leaves, everybody's, like, looking at this whole thing. as oh, This is catastrophic. I don't know where I'd put it on the list of Warriors in this whole thing. I mean, look, again, from a pure front office, not from what Bob Meyer's superpower is, which is, as I said, being a tremendous liaison, presidential, in the way that he handled press conferences in bad situations, and from Clay Thompson to Kevin Durant and injuries and to, to Draymond Green and, the, you know, go, coming down on the court and settling Draymond down, just those things that Bob could do that nobody else in the organization could do, that was his superpower. But in terms of what they're going to do with the 19th pick and whether Bob Myers was, was going to be big in that, making that decision, you know, Jerry West at one point was that all these different voices have been in there. I don't know how much credit to give to Bob Myers. But overreactions, all I'm simply saying is, 
look, the organizations, and we're going to play this from Joe Lake up a little bit later on in the podcast, they're going to win with or without Bob Myers. I'm not trying to minimize what he does. I'm just simply saying that a lot was made of Bob Myers. I like Bob Myers. I think Bob Myers is good with the organization. He had a great friendship with Steve Kerr. You know, he had a great friendship with Steph Curry. He had a great friendship with Draymond Green. I mean, a lot of people respected Bob Myers. And you could tell outwardly when you saw press conferences or any time in front of the TV or any time you spoke with him exactly why he was so likable. So it chips away at an organization. It's Bob Myers one day. It's this guy. It's that guy. And we'll get to, you know, what Steve Kerr and Draymond Green and some of the future guys. So he's – I understand what people are saying is Bob Myers is a piece, and it's almost like Jenga, right? You ever played Jenga and you just, you're pulling pieces, you're pulling pieces, and at some point it falls away. So Bob Myers is one of those Jenga pieces, but he's not Steph Curry. He's not Draymond Green. He's not Clay Thompson. He's not Steve Kerr. He's not Joe Lakeup, who's paying all the bills. I mean, he's in there and he's important. Don't get me wrong. Again, you're making a dish in the kitchen and you forgot. I don't know. Bob's not a dash of salt. I wouldn't say that. I would say that, you know, maybe Bob's the cheese. You know what I mean? You got to have like on a pizza or on lasagna or whatever. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what you'd call Bob. It's important, don't get me wrong, but it's not the steak in the center of the plate. All right? Agree or disagree? At John Lund Radio. Uh, Next, I got into that a little bit. I do think that they need to get some outside blood. We'll get more into that. Uh, Next up, Kirk Lakeup. Mike Dunleavy, as I said, need new eyes. Bob's superpower, I got into that. And mistakes, and all I mean by that, and I'm just going down the list on the YouTube channel, mistakes is all I'm saying is, is that organizations become complacent. And so what they do is they look at, they say, look, I, we got everybody here. Bob Myers leaves and we all just kind of do a little bit more. Bring in the fresh eyes. I'd really like a couple of young guys for the organization to bring in a couple of young guys from other organizations, give them a title, whatever it takes, uh, teach them the Warriors way, kind of like what Kyle Shanahan is consistently doing and you know, teaching his guys, and then they go off. And, you know, look, the 49ers, they have guys leave all the time. They're still successful. You know, Steve Wilkes is their latest defensive coordinator. They lost Robert Sala. They got better. They lose D'Amico Ryans. They can get better. You know, offensive guys have left this team. That's what happens when you're successful. I'm surprised more guys haven't left. So I think they're going to be fine. Now, as far as uh, – here, let me play this. This is Joe Lake. This is a part of why I think Bob left. And again, just read this from a reporter's standpoint. Watch Bob's reaction. And now everybody's kind of laughing and everybody's kind of having fun with this whole thing. But this is where I looked at it and I said I knew that it was time for him to leave because Joe, Joe Lakeup, and we've all had a boss like this, like, you're working to the end. You're working to the end. And they're kind of joking, but you can see in Bob's face, like, I don't know. This is weird. And you can see that it's a little bit of a strained relationship. And after 12 years, I don't care if it's marriage or working somewhere or just regular relationships and stuff, there's a little bit of friction there. And you can kind of feel it here, even though they're kind of joking, they're kind of not. And I know Bob's, I'm going to work him to every last day till June 30th uh, to be involved here, whether he knows it or not. Yeah, wow. So uh, he'll be here for that. And um, <laughs> I didn't know, that's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, that's okay, the way it's going to yeah. be. <laughs> Uh, is Bob running the draft then? <laughs> Tim, I wasn't very good at that anyway, so. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, they're joking, they're having fun, they're kind of doing that, but you can kind of see in Bob's face, like, I don't know, we're not really on the same page, and okay, and yeah, he's going to work to the end, and 
and all that kind of stuff. And to me, you know, I don't know what Bob Myers is going to do next. I do have some I, – I did talk to a couple of people today, so I want to get into to what his future would potentially be. But can you kind of see that there? You know, I was watching that today, and I was thinking to myself, there's a little bit there. And, and look, the reason why Joe Lacob is so successful in business, he doesn't just kind of sit around and hope to be good, hope that he's not good at something. He has the drive, and I got a lot of respect. Not only is he spending the money, but he's like, look, we just won four championships. We don't care. We're going to get better. Like, if I'm Bob Myers, I'm th- looking at this thing going, look, this, these guys are getting older. Recreating something is the most difficult thing you can do in sports. The first time you can do it. The second time, you got to do it all over again, and the rules are stacked against you, and it's just really difficult to do. So it took time, as I said, for the, the Spurs haven't ever come back. The Bulls haven't ever come back. The Patriots without Brady, they're, they're at the bottom of the AFC East probably this year with the Dolphins and the Jets and the Bills. They're probably the, la- they're probably the worst team in that division. You know, look, I mean, it's just that's what happens. You're drafting at the end. You're trading draft picks. You're trying to extend the thing. You're desperate. That's what the Warriors are doing. And at the end of the day, they were trying to do two things at once. Can't do that. I think they're going to trade more young players in the offseason to try to get Steph another championship. I mean, that's just what they're doing. By the end of that, it, you're gassed. And, you're, and you don't have any picks. You don't have any players. And you trade everything away, all your assets to keep winning, keep winning, keep winning. You sold your soul to the devil. So then you got to rebuild the thing up. It's almost impossible to do. And Bob Myers went, we're, we're near the end of this. I don't want to go through those days. I don't want to go through the what had, the Celtics had to go through after Bird, Barish, and McHale. I don't want to go through what the Bulls had to do after Jordan and Pippen and everybody left. I don't want to go through what the Spurs have had to go through. Now, they got one Bayama, like I said, but after everybody left, they went to the bottom of the league. That's what happens. More times than not, most times, all times. But Bob, but Bob Myers, or Joe Lakeup, he's, he's driving a tough bargain, and he's saying we're still going to win, and Bob Myers is going, I don't know. Uh, here is Joe Lake of today saying it doesn't matter who's here. We're just going to win. We're going to win no matter what. I don't care what the rules are. We are going to figure out a way to do it. That's what good organizations do. They figure out a way to win the game. And our game is to win games and to win championships. And you know, when we came here, uh, this, organ- this ownership group 13 years ago, we made a ridiculous proclamation about winning within five years. And, of course, somehow we managed to do it all of us, uh, players and everybody involved, and uh, we've continued to win. And, and look, the rules will change in the game, but we'll continue to do that. We're going to work really hard to do it, and I think we have really smart people, and we'll do it. So that's what you want your owners to say, right? doesn't matter who's here. doesn't matter what the rules are. And that's in, in the key part of that is that leads me to believe, and Joe says this all the time, I'm, okay, I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to go past this threshold. You know, they lost in the second round of the Lakers, and I'm thinking to myself, is this guy really going to spend for a team that lost in the second round of the Lakers? Because if it, 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 this happens in all the sports and all the things that they try to do to make sure that the, the level it's a level playing field is that now it's not only the money that you have to pay, but it's all the things that limit you. Your mid-level exceptions, all the, you know, the, the way that you can trade, the amount of match that the trades have to make, all these different things that are going on to try to dissuade you from going over this number. And at some point, you want to get down, you want to reset it. And if you're not a team that's in a championship window, then a lot of owners say to heck with it. I'm not paying that anymore. But Joe Lacob continues to say, I don't care what the rules are. We're going to continue to win. Well, that means you got to keep spending. That means you're going to bring Draymond Green back, right? So let's go back. Let's go to next. Because what what Joe Lacob there leads us right into next. And let's start with Draymond Green and Steve Kerr. So does it mean at all, and this is what I would care most about as a fan, the first thing that popped in my, in my mind is, 
Bob Myers and Draymond Green have a very unique and close relationship. Bob mentioned it that when he, you know, the whole teabag thing happened, he went over to an A's game with with Draymond Green. He was with him that night. You know, those are the type of things that Bob Myers has done, and it means a lot to these players. So does it mean that Draymond Green's looking at this organization the same way that maybe Bob Myers now is? And you can say all you want, but Bob's like, look, I've accomplished everything here. I'm ready for a new challenge. Does Draymond Green think that too? Like my biggest confidant within, not among the players, but within the front office, because Steve Kerr is not going to play that role, by the way. He's bad cop. Bob Myers was good cop. Steve Kerr is not good cop. He's a red ass. He's the head coach. He's bad cop. Who's good cop? That was Bob Myers. So does Draymond Green look at the front office and say, eh, I don't know what his relationships are with the rest of these guys, but it's not going to be Steve Kerr in that role. So does he go, you know what, maybe I want to reset too. The Lakers will have enough money. They'd have to renounce a bunch of guys, but they'd have enough money. And whatever LeBron says goes, and those two guys are close, and, and Draymond continues to heap praise upon him. So is that, you know, he was at his wedding. So is that is that something that they would do? Would the Kings do something like that? Would somebody just overpay? Would the, would the Warriors now, without Bob Myers, go, you know what? Maybe we would do a sign-and-trade with Draymond Green. I don't know. I'm just throwing out hypotheticals. But that was his guy in the front office. Steve Kerr has got one more year left on his deal. Bob Myers spoke extensively, and everybody knows this, about the unique relationship that he and Steve Kerr have. And he brought up a great point today, which I don't. I haven't heard anybody either write about or talk about, which is GMs and coaches a lot of times, they kind of butt heads a little bit because they think to themselves, hey, I drafted this guy. Why aren't you playing him? Well, like with James Wiseman. You know, we drafted this guy, Steve Kerr. It's it's your job to develop him and play him, or we're going to look stupid. And you know, there was a reference to from uh, Bob today, not so veiled reference. Hey, Bob likes size. Now that's not a dirty reference. It's a reference to James Wiseman, who Lakeup didn't want to trade away, but Myers did. Now again, I don't know if that's a rift, but I'm simply saying that Steve Kerr's got one more year left on his deal. His biggest, his best friend, his biggest confidant, he's gone out of the front office. This was what I'm I'm talking about is on the surface, the Bob Myers thing by itself is not huge. But if it's something of a starting of a chipping away where his departure means Draymond Green's not as comfortable, his departure means that his best friend and biggest confidant, Steve Kerr's not comfortable, and they bring in a new coach. So all of a sudden, Bob's gone, Draymond's gone, Steve Kerr's gone. Now what? Now that's a big that's big right there. Now I'm not maybe that doesn't happen. You know everybody loves Steve Kerr, so maybe he does get another five year contract. Maybe Draymond Green says, "Man, I'm running this back." It ain't about Bob Myers. It's about Steph Curry and it's about Clay Thompson. It's about my boys. Like he said, I rode in here with these guys. I'm gonna ride out with these guys. So maybe that's what it means. Just saying. Uh, the Myers to L.A. thing. This is already picking up steam. Uh, there's a report out there that says that. Maybe not this year, although the, the Clippers just lost their general manager to Detroit, but Lawrence Frank runs the operations. So, again, it's not a one-man show down in L.A., and Steve Ballmer is every bit as passionate and involved as Joe Lacob. So if Bob Myers went down to L.A., and remember, that's where Jerry West is in terms of being a consultant to the Lakers, and, you mentioned, and if you didn't see the press conference, Bob Myers had a lot of high praise for Jerry West and him helping him and him mentoring when he first came in. That makes a lot of sense. Bob Myers' wife is from Southern California, said to be not as fond of the Northern California weather as she is as the Southern California. Bob's, Bob went to UCLA's, obviously got connections down there. So first and foremost, the rumors have already started that Bob would go to the Clippers, maybe not right away, maybe wait a year, and then go to the Clippers potentially, to me, it's a bigger picture than that. 
the Clippers are all fine and Jerry West is there and it makes a lot of sense and all those kind of things. But the other thing is, is that Rob Palinka is not on great footing with the Lakers. LeBron James is there. If they underachieve and they've got a big uh, summer themselves to decide what to do with guys like Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura and, and, uh, D'Angelo Russell and how they construct this roster that everybody was saying, what a great job they did at the deadline. Well, they kind of landed with a thud. I mean, they went to the Western Conference Finals, but they got swept by the by the Nuggets. And down there, if you don't win a championship and you're the Lakers, that's, a, that's not a successful season. So if Rob Palinka doesn't pull the right strings with the Lakers, could that job be open in a year? And now Bob Myers goes from being part of the group and the team, as he often said at the press conference today, to maybe run in operations with the Lakers. Again, they don't have the dominant owner now with Jeannie Buss that maybe Joe Lacob is. And believe me, she's she's in there. But they don't have the structure as much as what the structure is with the Warriors. Maybe it's more of Bob's show and he gets to run one of the marquee franchises in the NBA and he's in L.A. So, yeah, the Clippers are being mentioned already. The Clippers are, are talked about in maybe a year, maybe right away. I don't know what the situation is. Both Bob and Joe said they don't know what his like next for uh, Bob Myers. I would imagine that he's thought about it more than he told us. I'm sure he has. But the Lakers could be open as well. And here's Bob Myers sitting there going, I've won four championships. This is what was probably appealing to Bob Myers. He's at the top of his game. He's only 48 years old. He could go and run the Clippers. He could go and run the Lakers. There's any amount of teams that would like to throw a lot of money at Bob Myers to be the president of their basketball operations. Maybe Bob doesn't want to run basketball operations anymore. Who knows? But he's been there, done that with the Warriors, and now a lot of teams are going to come calling and with a major checkbook, both teams in L.A. sooner or later could go after Bob Myers. So we could see that. Uh, I played the clip of Joe will win, and I tend to agree with Joe in terms of if Joe Lacob is there, and it doesn't mean because you want to win, you will win. Mark Cuban, who I worked for in Dallas, is, the, is one of the most competitive people I know. That, any kind of business, NBA and otherwise, but he's very passionate about the NBA. He wants to win as bad as anybody, but they don't always win. George Steinbrenner wanted to win as bad as anybody. They didn't always win. I mean, there's a number of owners, not named, James, named John Fisher, by the way, who want to win and will pay a bunch of money and will use all the resources and do everything he can. That doesn't mean that they'll win. And Joe Lacob burns to win, but he's at that point where it's the toughest thing to do, as I've said a couple of times during the podcast, recreating everything. Steph's awesome. He's going into his age 36 season. Klay Thompson isn't what he was. You can't give him a max contract. You have a decision to make on Draymond Green. The young and old thing really hasn't worked so far. You got a, you got a lot of things against you, not only with the financial side of it, but the a limited way that you can build your roster again. So it's going to be really difficult to do, and Bob Byers probably looked at that and said, all these penalties, all these difficult things, but that's what Joe Lacob says they're going to try to do. And really, the only thing he can do is continue to spend money. And that doesn't always bring championships. Uh, the next GM, it says tough act down there under next. That's the problem. I wouldn't want to follow Bob Myers, no matter what his role was within this thing. How could it be as good as it was? If it's Mike Dunleavy Jr., I feel bad for him just because the, or the maybe I'm wrong from the fan standpoint at John Lund Radio. Do you look at Mike Dunleavy, the executive, as you did Mike Dunleavy, the player, who was a disappointment? Because I don't think he can have that role, that the, the magical role that Bob had, the liaison to the fans, the guy who said everything perfect all the time at the press conferences, the guy who had the relationship with all the players. I'm not saying he doesn't know basketball as well or better 
I mean, look, Mike Dunleavy Jr., Mike Dunleavy Sr., he's known basketball his whole life, played at Duke, third overall pick, all the different things that he's gone through. I'm sure he knows good basketball players, but as a Golden State Warrior, he didn't live up to expectations, and fans didn't like him. And so can he be the guy then that will make you feel better like Bob Myers did? I don't think that can be his role, but who knows? But it's a tough act to follow because there's four championships. There's unprecedented success in the history of the Warriors. That's what Bob Myers presided over. How can anybody do better than that? That is a tough act to follow for the next general manager. If I'm, it, it, it's Like I said, they're not going to get some big-name general manager. I think that what you're going to see is maybe some younger guys, some new blood that they're going to work through the organization, which I think that's the way to go because I think they're going to elevate these guys, as I said before, in Mike Dunleavy and Kirk Lakeup. And that's fine and dandy, and that's, that's your prerogative to do. But I just wonder who's, you know, first and foremost, they're just not going to have that kind of success that they've had. And that's just a fact. You, you, the type of success that the Warriors just have gone through, and I'm not saying they're done, but to think that you're going to have the kind of success, the sustained success that Bob had, that's going to be tough, and the fans are going to let you know about it. And then the draft part, June 30th, as you can see, Bob was kind of miffed by that whole thing. It was a kind of a weird exchange with Joe Lakeup. The draft is coming up, and the Warriors have the 19th pick. Bob was involved. There's no question. He was in Chicago at the pre-draft camp. Uh, he's, I guess he's going to work through the 30th. I don't know what the roles are going to be as far as the draft is concerned, but they need to get a player at 19 who can at least contribute. Having said that, they have Moody. They have Kaminga. They have guys you know, that they, they'd like to contribute. Can they actually get a guy to do that? Can they Are they actually going to allow young players to play and start developing some young players here, or are those players going to be trade bait? And what was Bob's opinion on those kind of things? And what was, I'd love to know what his opinion was. And we'll find this out in the last dance years from now, the last dance Warriors edition. Who wanted to trade Wiseman? Who didn't? You know, what do they think about some of these young guys? What, what do they think of Jordan Poole? Was, was, was Bob Myers a Poole guy or not? Or do you want to advocate to trade Poole? Was he one of those, what voice was he? You know, if it's a jury box, which, which side were you on and all those kind of things? Maybe we'll find out that someday. There you go. That's what happened with Bob Myers today. Let me let me make sure I because I put a bunch of notes together while I was watching this whole thing. I just want to make sure uh, Bob leaving twelve years, wife from Southern California filling the role, Kirk Lakeup, Mike Dunleavy, outside blood. What does it mean for Green and Kerr? So anyway, thanked a bunch of people today. Said it was tough and hard. Uh, thanks Mark Jackson, Steve Kerr, the players. He and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. He spoke today. Draymond Green. All those things. Iguodala. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, and called everybody the family throughout the thing. And then uh, Joe Lakeup came up a little bit later, and I played those cuts for you. So there you go. That is my thoughts on Bob Myers and the organization. Just to summarize, I'm not saying it's not a big deal, but I'm saying it's a big deal if it starts kind of the paint chipping from the house. If it's Draymond Green next and Steve Kerr and all those kind of things, if they can replace him, I think they can bring in a little new blood. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I like Bob Myers. I love Bob Myers. He's a great guy. Who doesn't like Bob Myers? I'm just saying it might have been a little overblown. But who knows? Maybe this is the beginning of some, you know, exodus or something like that. Give me your thoughts. At John Lund Radio. Hit me up on Twitter. Bob Myers leaving in the future of the organization. Your thoughts on any of it. Thanks for listening via the podcast apple spotify wherever you get your favorite podcast on the youtube channel just search at john lund unleashed various sports talk you can get it there subscribe tell your friends and of course the KNBR show we're gonna be live at oracle park right on the patio tomorrow come by and say hi for the pirates and the giants day baseball 
KNBR from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. with the voice of the 49ers, Greg Papa. It is Unleashed with me, John Lund, only on the Locked On Podcast Network.